Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Well, I want to know how you like the new opening. Isn't it great? Well, this is our surprise. It's a, it's my new opening that uh, talks about my program that I've been working on for well over six months. But it is so exciting to really announce it officially so you can hear about it. I am so excited about the genius work and how finding your genius is so important. But let me refresh your mind for those people that are new to this program today, that Second Wind is about and for the woman or the listener, male or female, that has gone through a life change. And they're needing to shift something in their life to recreate, to rebuild, to just give a a different focus to where they want to be in their life. Second Wind is an hour of motivational speakers that I've been exposed to and felt so good and confident with them that I like to bring them to you so that they can share their their brilliance, which is their genius. These are examples of people that are living in their genius every week. So, As I always like to remind you, as if I had to, get your cup of coffee, find your favorite chair, and let's get ready for this awesome hour together. As I was thinking about the show today and and meditating on how I wanted to bring the message to you, I'm, I'm very much consumed with the workshop that I'm going to be giving at the end of the week. And it's about uncovering your hidden genius. But one of the things that I really wanted to talk about, other than just the workshop, is how important it is for us during times of not only transition, but in everyday life, to continue our education. And what does that mean, Joyce? It means that allowing ourselves to continue growing in whatever area we want, whatever draws us, may it, it could be painting, picking up painting again, it could be taking a course at the college, taking one of the courses at the church, whatever calls you to expand who you are today to grow, to take more knowledge in so that you can change and make a shift in your life. 
somehow we got the idea that once we finish official schooling, that's the end of learning. But I am a beautiful example of how important it is to continue that part of your life. Through my work, through my development over the past five years, I have now become such a student, such a seeker of knowledge. And it's in a field that I love. So that's very important. Today, my guest is special to me because she is my coach. I believe very wholeheartedly. And whenever you make a transition, a shift in your life, that it is very beneficial to have a coach. The coach is your your support, your anchor, your accountability partner, your, your <laughs> I want to say your cheering section. When the awkwardness of change perhaps stops you and keeps you from growing. So I am very happy to re- to welcome my guest today, Chris Vandersyden. But let me tell you just a little bit about her. She is the author of two books, wonderful books, great books to help you build your business or your entrepreneurship. She's also a well-sought-after speaker and has a very, very uh, good following because she's just such an exciting, energetic speaker. And then also she is a business consultant. She has produced, has developed her own multi-figured business in the small town in Vermont. So she is a perfect example of entrepreneurship and how it can thrive. But she will share with her us today some of her shifts that she made while creating this awesome business. So, Chris, I want to welcome you today to this program. Thank you well, for thanks saying for having me, Joyce. It's, it's always great to work with you. You're <laughs> a stellar, and I think that your message that you deliver to so many people is so important. So I am very much happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Well, we have a lot to talk about. We could pick anything. But I, I want to focus first off on you and sort of share your transition that you made in your life so that we can let our listeners know that um, even major coaches like yourself have transition days and shifts in our lives. Mm-hmm. So true, so true. And as we all grow, right, and go through mm-hmm. life, we all naturally have these transitions that occur. And it really is a matter of how we choose to transition and, and how smooth it will be and how we develop ourselves. I think your Genius Program is a great guide in helping people to make those transitions smoothly and productively. So, uh, but, yeah, no, no life is, um, you know, Never turns out as planned, right? Yes. 
<laughs> there's a lot of hard rights and hard lefts, and uh, we end up uh, where we direct ourselves to, right? But, uh, yes. but yeah, transitions abound as we grow. Yeah. Um, I was, um, you know, I, I told you that I, I am so drawn to the word genius. And when I found this quote that I have to share with people because I'm so, I love this quote so much, because it was written by what we all consider a genius, and that's Albert Einstein, when he said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will leave its whole life believing that it is stupid. And I just think Albert was just awesome. And because he could say that, and it comes out of the mouth of a genius, which we just give to him without any condition or any uh, uh, proof that he was a genius, I think it's so much more powerful that even a genius knows that if you're you're on if you're taught to do one thing that is not adapt to who you are, mm-hmm. then it will program your life forever. So what I'm saying is that as a young child, if you're programmed in one way to be something that you're really not built to do or to be, then it it can almost um Change your mindset so you think, I'm not smart, I can't a- accomplish, I can't build. And when I heard read that quote, it so resonated with me that I just had to share this knowledge that everybody's a genius, and we just need to find our path there. So. Right. That's where hidden genius comes from, and that's why I'm so excited about doing these workshops. Yeah. is What you're doing, Joyce, is so important because uh, we do get all of these messages as we grow up from our, you know, our educational institutions, our families, our communities. People start labeling us, right? And, and yes. all of a sudden we, we're young and we're growing and we, we believe it. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, and whatever, it could be a positive or it could be, could be negative, but whatever it is, it may not be true to who our root, true inner genius is. And uncovering who you really are is, it, you have to be very brave to do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, it has to come within. And so what you're doing is you're basically teaching people how important it is to operate within their genius and that they are. They all have that capability. It's all we all have that within us. I believe that too. I think everybody has within themselves to be exactly what they desire and when they're working within their genius. And um, it's a matter of, of leading them to to first understand that, and then uh, the steps that they can take to unfold what is their true inner genius, so that they can work and develop their life and their businesses. So that mm-hmm. it complements who they really are, and then they'll be really successful. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah when you're when you're in, I like to call it the sweet spot, where you know yeah. you're in your light, and it's just life just turns into being easier, smoother, and everything is less effortless. Right. To I, accomplish. I, yeah, and you know that you 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 seen me speak and you've worked with me and and I, I say this all the time success is not supposed to be hard success <laughs> is meant to be easy and is in fact easy mm-hmm. 
as it, as long as you are working within your your sweet spot, yeah. as you say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. So yeah. true. Well, we are going to shortly be going to a break, so I don't want to get into a full thought here, but um, I uh, was fascinated to be exposed to this word genius and through a study that supports the genius. So that's, of course, part of the workshop that I'll be sharing with my guests. But we will be back to talk more about the importance of living in your genius. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome. We are talking today with Chris Vandersiden, uh, author, speaker, and business consultant, as well as my coach. I'm going to keep putting that in there because I'm so proud of us. Um, <laughs> When we talk about genius and finding your genius, we, we meaning me, and of course, Chris is having experienced it as well, that the, the reward of living a life that is in, in sync with who you are is so important in making life easier more fulfilled, with more joy. Now, you know when you're not living a life of, of in sync with your genius, 
If you are struggling, if you are stressed, if you are feeling, ah, this is not working for me, why is life so hard? And so these are the reasons that it's so important to me to help you connect with your genius. Now, my guest today, Chris, is a perfect example and has a perfect example of how she transitioned, as we all have transitioned, but how she transitioned in her life to working in her genius. So, Chris, would you share with my listeners about your transitions from a L.A. CPA to (laughs) where you now presently are in your life? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so it's so fun these journeys that we do. But but like so many people, I went to school was you know had messages from my family, and I went to school and was going to become a lawyer, and I was an English major and uh, a poli sci major for my first two years, and I love to write and I love English, and but when I got to school. Somebody said, "Oh, you're 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 really smart. So maybe you should become uh, a corporate attorney." This was this is the early '80s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Nineteen. It was this was about you know 1982, and so I said, "Okay, you know, all right. Well, maybe I'll become an accounting major." <laughs> so, and, what happened uh, to the attorney? It, it, uh, what? What happened to the attorney? The attorney, well, the, the, the thought was that I would beget, get my CPA and then go to law school. Ah, and I said, oh, well, you know, being, you know, 19 years old at the time, well, that sounds like a good idea. And anybody who knows me and knows my personality, you know, accounting, even my parents questioned it and said, are you really sure, Chris, with your energy and your personality? I'm very outgoing. I love people. And they're like, you're going to be an accountant? I'm like, no, but I'm going to go to law school. So I became a CPA, and what happened was I did really well as a CPA. I kept getting promoted. I was working for, at the time, one of the big eight accounting firms. Uh But was it a good match for me? Not really. Not really. Mm -hmm. And and I didn't go to work every day loving what I did. It was challenging, but it but it wasn't. I wasn't working within my genius. Right. So I did. Uh, I transferred out of that line of work and stayed was in LA as an asset manager, which was getting closer. I was getting closer because as an asset manager, I had to utilize more of my writing skills. I didn't end up going to law school because I kept getting promoted and just and I ended up getting married and so. I stayed as a CPA and then moved into an asset management position, so I was utilizing more of those other skills, the writing and communicating and presenting. And I was getting closer to my genius, but I was still working, you know, in the corporate sector and um, didn't have a whole lot of life balance at the time. Right. And so then when I went... uh, I finally, at the age of 33, we were going to start having a family, and... I thought, you know, I just don't want to do this anymore. I was up for partner uh, with the asset management firm. And, you know, I just took a hard right and said, I don't want to do this anymore. And so I, I left the corporate world, and we bought a house in a small town in Vermont, and wow. I made this decision that I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. So Now, Chris, <laughs> now I'm really wondering where you got the courage to make that very hard right, as you said, from 
a life that has so much prestige, a title, I'm sure the money was with it as well, and why that was, why you made that hard shift. Yeah, you know, I think so many people experience this. You know, we call it the golden handcuffs where people stay with a company because of the money, uh, Mm -hmm. because of the prestige, because they're they're really... um, reacting to the ego, right? Yes. And, uh, but I, I wasn't happy. I really wasn't happy in LA. I, I wasn't happy. I wanted to have a family. I didn't think that I could do both. I didn't mm-hmm. think I could be an effective mom and stay home with my kids or, and balance the work. Because when I worked, I was working 60 hours a week. How was I ever going to have a family? Oh, wow. And I yes. knew that I really wanted that. And, and many, many times this will happen to people that they will have, they will get to the point where they really just make a choice because if they don't, they just feel mm-hmm. that they'll go insane. And right. you want people to get to that point. You want them to just, mm-hmm. you know, utilize your genius program and come to this realization so they can make these changes in a more modified manner and in a more thoughtful process, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But because a lot of us become... I just can't do this anymore, and I'm going to take a hard ride, Um, and I just, it didn't, the money didn't matter, the prestige didn't matter anymore, I really wanted to be a mom, and I wanted to do it right. And anything yeah. I've ever done, I've always done full force. So that, that in that sense, it made it made you know, in that regard, right. it made sense for right. me to do it that way. But yeah, so I took a hard right, and I I did a radical shift. Jumped mm. off the corporate ladder and landed in a small town, pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a soft landing. I, I tell the story all the time for people so they know it wasn't. You know, sometimes we make these when we don't do it. You know, step by step and and really thoughtful and understanding really thoroughly the changes that we desire and the steps we can make to make that change. Mm-hmm. It's much a better process. I did. I did. You know. I really jumped. And when I landed, and I had this baby, I thought, Oh my gosh! And I stayed home uh, with uh, my first daughter for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, discovered I cannot bake. I, I'm not a baker. <laughs> I didn't didn't know what to do. I. It was it was just such a wake up call to me. And so after a year, I thought I was I was again what unhappy. Mm-hmm. Again, after a year, mm-hmm. I'd made all these changes, and I was, and I woke up, and I still wasn't really content because I was not working within my genius quite yet. Yeah. But I was getting right. closer. Right. <laughs> I I I have sort of a similar, but the thing that I miss the most is the challenge of conversations. That you know, when at work you have such interesting, challenging conversations, <laughs> and when I was mothering after in that first year, it was like. My whole vocabulary changed. I was talking more about diapers, and I was talking about body functions, and and it just seemed so strange. I mean, I loved the, my my baby, but it was I I can so relate, and I know there are other women that have moved oh. from corporate into that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, you know what I did. I, I mean, I was so desperate. I mean, I, I, you know, the nursery rhymes. If you read nursery rhymes, the old traditional nursery rhymes, they're, they're sometimes are, are really negative towards girls. Mm-hmm. And and I had a baby girl. They were mm-hmm. negative towards girls, and they're they're sort of negative in general. You know, ring around the rosy, right? Is you mm-hmm. know about 
you know, smallpox. So um, <laughs> I, I literally, I, you know, I remember sitting in the nursery and I was rewriting the nursery rhymes. I was going through this book of nursery rhymes and changing the words in the book, rewriting them. Oh, my so, goodness, Chris. <laughs> more positive and promoting little girls. And I remember sitting there thinking, okay, I'm losing my mind. I really need to go to work. <laughs> ah, I sort of agree. <laughs> oh, it, you know, that's what happens. So, yeah. so then, I, then, I, then I had to transition again. And uh, all of a sudden I discovered I was in this small town in Vermont and uh, there wasn't, nobody needed an asset manager, <laughs> you know? and right. there was no big corporations here that, that could utilize my skills. And I thought, oh gosh, what am I going to do? And so I started consulting and then, and then eventually I entered the, entered the world of entrepreneurship and then, and then really was working within my genius. Yeah. Yeah. So reconnecting really, what did that mean to you when you reconnected with who you were? Oh, I know. I mean, when you are working and and, and you're creating a life that is true to who you are Mm -hmm. and um, really embraces those special gifts that are particular to you, Everything just becomes easier and it becomes more fun and it, it brings such joy into your life. And, uh, you know, when I started my, my business and, you know, I wasn't even at the beginning, you know, everybody knows when you're an entrepreneur and you're starting a business, it takes, it takes, I always say three to five years. And when I was a CPA and consulting for companies, I mean, that pretty much was true. Um, whether it's a product or a service that you're mm-hmm. offering, it's mm-hmm. pretty much three to five years before you're, you're really, uh, you know, got it off the ground and, and have right. your processes in place and are making making money. Um, but I was immediately happier. I wasn't making any money, but I was so <laughs> thrilled to be starting this business and to be working and creating and, and back to what felt like me. Yes. But in the mm-hmm. environment that I wanted to be with my child here, with having control over my hours, with living in a very beautiful environment as opposed to fighting L.A. traffic. Yeah. So I... I slowly got closer to what I wanted, my definition of what, what my successful life would be. And, and when you're there, I mean, it's just um, everything works. It's just everything's happy. Everything flows. It's, um, just a, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling to be productive and to be happy doing it. Well, it's not only that you feel it, but it's also all those people that you touch. Mm. They feel the energy of your your positive energy and they feel and they are you can't help but channel that love and joy and happiness to all the people that you touch which is from community to your immediate family so when we come back we will be talking again with chris and talking more about finding your genius uncovering your genius and so we're going to take this short break And you will be back to hear more of Uncovering Your Hidden Genius. So, refill your cup of coffee and come back. We'll be with you shortly. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. 
often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are visiting today with Chris, Chris Vandersyden, a author, speaker, and coach, and a coach, my coach. I'm so proud of her. But... I want, we're talking about uncovering your genius, which is my program that I deal with. But I want you to look at your hand. Just put your hand up and, and with your inside of your hand, your fingerprint side toward your face so you can see it. And I want you to realize that nobody else has your fingerprints. These are unique to you. Nobody else in this whole universe has your fingerprints. Now take that another step and realize that nobody else in this world has your genius combined with your talents, which gives you your purpose for being here on earth. So that's why it's so important to live in your genius. That's why we want you to be connected. Because when you are connected to your genius, you are living a life that is full of joy, full more more abundance, and more satisfaction and growth. Whatever your genius is, it is so unique to you. So as Chris and I were share as Chris was sharing how she was discovering her genius through her journeys. 
we, I, I can't help but think, Chris, that even though there was great freedom in being able to move, there was also a lot of, I'm sure, scary times. Because when you make a shift that big and you get there and you go, uh-oh, I wonder if this was the right move. There has to be some of those doubts that, like, creep up and say, maybe not. So how yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is, it is so scary to do when you're making the hard move, you know, you know, because you're just – what it becomes, it becomes a, what scares you more. Staying where you are mm-hmm. scares you more than leaping. So yes. that's why people end up doing it, right? A lot of times they just, right. they're just so, they just can't stay there anymore. So they leap. And then you, when you get to the other side, then you get scared because you think, oh, oh dear Lord, what was I thinking? Right. Yeah. Um, I certainly had many of those moments. And then of course I, it evolved. You know, I lost my professional self, came here, became an entrepreneur, which was closer to the alignment of who I was and my purpose. Yeah, And then I created this very successful business and did very well with that. And then all of a sudden that wasn't feeling great. And I didn't, and I wasn't really, it, it worked for me because it worked for my family having that business. And I, I still own that business and still um, stay, I'm president of that business, but they don't work in it day to day like I used to. But it served a purpose and it served a purpose mostly because it worked for my family and, and, and provided me the flexibility that I needed to be right. the parent that I wanted to be. So, so you're it, telling but me But it wasn't that serving I, my core purpose. Okay. So it yeah. was the it was something new and something challenging and got you into a, a better place. But even with that decision, it was not the ultimate decision of where right. you needed to be because right. of your values. Right, 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 and I, in one of my core values is uh, to teach. I'm from a family of teachers, and uh, when I was with Cooper's and Libran uh, way back when in the 80s, I was part of their training staff, so I would teach new college kids coming in public accounting. I would teach new tax laws to them, so I was teaching at that point, and I, I always felt that I was a teacher, and uh, the company, the business that I had started was a marketing consulting company, and you know, I wasn't really teaching, you know, but it was affording me the life that I wanted. I was very successful financially. It was giving me something to do professionally, and it was allowing me to, to be the mom that I wanted to be. But it yeah. wasn't speaking to that core value of, of teaching. And so what happened, and it was sort of by error, people would ask me how I created this small business. I lived in a very small, you know, I live in a town of 3,000 people, but <laughs> it was... I immediately the business when I started it, I started it, we were nationwide. So our customers were all over the United States and people would ask me, how did you do that? Because remember, this was before the internet was so dominant. I mean, when I first Ah. started my business, we still had dial up. (laughs) Yeah. And I was, I was in Vermont and I was expanding this business nationwide. And so people would ask me, how did you do that? And I was more than happy to, to tell people how I did that. And so then I started speaking and then, there became this moment where somebody, I had a client who asked me to speak in front of thousands of people at their, uh, their national annual event, uh, down in Orlando, Florida. And I thought, okay, well, I guess I could do that. But, you know, you get down there and you see where you're, the stage you're speaking on and uh-huh. all these people. And I thought, 
God, if I, if, am I really out of my comfort zone? Maybe I've stretched a little too far. <laughs> so what did you use when those thoughts came up? What did you call on to support you and help you through that major transition? Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm very resilient by nature, and I've got a very positive attitude. But, you know, I've, and I've taught my daughters this. I talked to their friends about this. You know, everybody goes and does something at some point that scares them, and I think you need to do something that, that scares you often because it gets yes. you used to that mm-hmm. discomfort, right? Mm-hmm. Because when we yeah. do something new, it's not comfortable. It is scary, and you don't, what you don't want is you don't want to shy away from it so that you never grow, you never take a step forward, and you never get closer to where you're supposed to be. So you have to just ease your way into it. And the one thing I tell myself all the time is nobody dies. What right. I'm doing, I'm not doing brain surgery. If I fall off the stage, and I almost did once, you know, <laughs> and the audience laughed, you know, if I flub up, nobody yeah. is, is, is going to be hurt by it. Right. <laughs> so you just sort of bring comfort to yourself and just go forward and, you know, you do the best you can. And when people see you doing the best you can, yeah. they, they know that and they will not fault you for any mistakes that you make along the way. They right. really won't. Yeah. So it's embracing that. It's embracing well, the fact can... that you will have you will have some things that won't come out exactly right the first time. Oh, Good. That's good to know. <laughs> that yeah. gives us lots of freedom to grow, doesn't it? Right, but, yeah. But yeah. you also have some other things in your life that you've implemented to to build your self-confidence, such as I, I so admire that you do triathlon, triathlons, which you just mm-hmm. finished. But you're so into running and exercise, and that's got to bring you lots of, of uh, almost like a self-esteem exercise, if you will. Yeah, Would, yeah. I have people say? ask me all the time, you know, why I do tries, and I'm 50 years old, and, you know, frequently people say, you, you pay to do this? <laughs> yes, I pay to do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, doing something that uh, pushes you a little bit, makes you uncomfortable. I tell people all the time I run because it gives me a chance, even on a daily basis when I go out for a run, it gives me a chance to prove to myself who I am. Yeah. And every time I, I go out for a run, and maybe I do it a little bit faster, and I think, oh, great, you know, I can do this. If I can do this, mm-hmm. what else can I do? It gives you confidence. It does. If you push yourself in one area, and it can be anything, anything at all. If you, if you do something that you didn't think you could do, and you do it, it gives you tremendous confidence. I see it with all of my consulting clients. Right. All of them. Now, you didn't just start running. You've been running for most of your life, haven't you? Yeah, I was a runner. Uh, by the time I was nine, I was running. I've been running for a really long time. And then when I got into my 40s, I decided that uh, I wasn't sure how long my knees would hold up. And I, I also ski, and I want to ski. So I wanted to protect my, my body a little bit. So I added some biking and some swimming. Oh, and I yes. didn't, and I don't like swimming. I, I'm, I have a fear of open water. Uh-huh. And um but I got I got a coach and I had some training and uh, became a better swimmer and I now I enjoy it. I've been doing tries now for seven years and I I enjoy it. I enjoy the water. I had a great swim this past Saturday. I did mm-hmm. uh, one of my best times and and the water doesn't scare me anymore. Um, so 
<laughs> but it's getting out of it's just knowing that you're going to feel uncomfortable and just embracing that discomfort. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, it made me think of Gump when you started talking about running. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. That was just such. A, it just popped to my mind. Yeah. It was Forrest Gump. A, Forrest Gump and how he Love ran. It. Yeah. So it helps to have something like that that's so continuous in your life, so consistent. It's almost like a ritual that you can go to that says, that reminds you of how powerful you are mm-hmm. and what you can accomplish. It It is very important. Now, for me, it would not be running, but I I have those things that I challenge myself with and I agree so hard-heartedly that we have to have those things outside of our our business or our, our careers that support us to keep growing and to give us confidence that we can do and many things I like to start a lot of my clients with that very simple exercise of the mirror exercise which is mm-hmm. just nothing more than acknowledging what the good things that we do every day and what we do accomplish every day. It's a very simple, simple exercise, but it is so powerful. And you do run every day, don't you? I do something most days, pretty pretty much every day, six days a week. I'll do something, either biking or swimming or running or a hike or something every day, every day. Oh. And a lot of women don't don't take the time. They think, oh, gosh, I can't take time for me, right? The, right? the soul of our beings to, you know, we have to be responsible for everybody else, and so many women don't take the time for themselves. But by doing that, you really, you're a much better person for all those other people that you help and serve in some way. Well, I, I want to applaud you because I just think that is awesome that you put that into your life. And you started it so early that it is now it is part of your life. It is yeah. your day, every day. Yeah, so running is it's breathing really for me. awesome how uh, a sport like that, which also gives you those little endorphins that's going to cheer you on for the day, can be part of your regimen. Exactly. We are going now- to take a brief uh break here and we'll be back with Chris as we continue talking about how one finds their genius. I think you know by now there are so many benefits and that's the reason you want to find your genius. We'll be back. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. 
From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on Toginet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradition. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramatica. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. To this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now, here's our host, author, and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome. We are talking with Chris Vanderseiden, a very interesting woman who is a coach, speaker, and is my coach, I am so excited to say. But we have just talked about Chris's major shift in her life and how she handled those shifts and also how she supports her her life daily with her running and marathon running and being in tries, as they say, which is a triathlon, which is swimming, biking. And what's the third one, Chris? Running. Swim, bike, running. run. Of course. Yep. Running. Yep. Since you've been doing since from the age of nine. And then we were laughing about <clears throat> what? Different uh, support programs. Not everybody's going to be a runner. You know, I'm not a runner. Um, so, but we all have those things that we rely upon. Um, and Chris reminded me last year was my wonder, my exciting experience that I had said at one time that I wanted to sing on Carnegie Hall. And because I am a frustrated singer, I didn't, I sang in high school, but I have not pursued it as an adult. And so my church choir was going to the Carnegie Hall. Now, it required that I be at every practice. I study the music and I prepare for the for the event. But I did go to Carnegie Hall. And it was just awesome to know that I have the power if I think of something if I think of it and I'm willing to put the energy toward it, it can become a reality. Now, at the end of this month, I get to do another challenge to myself, and that is to 
conduct our local symphony for the Star Spangled Banner opening number, which they do every year. And anybody can can do. It's an it's a fundraising auction item that they do for supporting our local symphony. But I wanted to do it because there's a little voice in me that said, go do that, Joyce. And I'm trying to listen to that little voice. And then also it gets me in my uncomfortable zone. And after I do that conducting on the 26th of September, I know I'm going to walk off with such a lift, such a feeling of power, of joy, of completion that I have done another thing that scared me and yet gave me so much joy and pleasure. So Chris mentioned those people that cook, that they prepare beautiful meals and enjoy cooking. And that's another source of self-confidence, keeping your self-confidence supported so that you can go and do and live your life of genius. I am all about helping you do that. And Chris has supported her business owners through her two books that she's written. She's supporting the entrepreneur in one, and then the other one is another business book. But Chris, you want to tell us a little bit about your two awesome books? <laughs> well, the first book is A to Z Blueprint for Success, and it, it, it goes through the basic um, qualities that successful people have. And I talk about, you know, attitude and creating balance in your life and the importance of communicating, et cetera, et cetera. And then the um, second book that just came out this past uh, May was written specifically for small business owners. It's called mm-hmm. Seven Steps to Entrepreneurial Victory. It's available mm-hmm. on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the majors. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a good introduction, and we sold it in nine different countries, which was great. And wow. it basically goes through the Victory Code is an acronym for the seven steps that um, – you will take to develop your business and become profitable mm-hmm. and uh, realize what truly is your vision for your life and for your business. Yeah. And would you have thought when you began this journey back in L.A. that you have would someday write two books, that you would be living the life that you are now? Was that on <laughs> your radar? <laughs> no. No. Isn't that the best part? <laughs> no, I would have never. I would have never. Um, I, I, if somebody had told me 10 years ago that I would have written two books and I'd be speaking all over, I've spoken internationally, um, that I would be working with such great people like yourself, I would have never believed it. I mean, I've, I've been a contributor to media. I was on Fox News National uh, contributing for them. And no, I would have never, ever, ever. <laughs> I saw you on Fox News and you were brilliant. brilliant. Thank you. Talk about stretching out of your comfort zone. I was so scared <laughs> doing that the first time that my legs were shaking and my uh, my media uh, representative was, was laughing at me. <laughs> and it was fine. And if you watched it on Fox, when you watched me, I probably didn't seem as nervous as I felt inside. But I kept telling myself, I, I can do this. It's okay if I... If I you know, if I make I a mistake, it. it'll be fine. <laughs> now, did you put that on YouTube? 
Can we go watch yes. it on YouTube? <laughs> yes, it's it's you know I think that's how my web people have it. It's on <laughs> it's on YouTube and then it gets it's on my website. I think they link them and so yes and I I don't I don't ever I you know I it's watched it once watch. when it was on that night and called it a day. <laughs> yeah. Now I really would I have so enjoyed using your books and and found them great great uh, tools. For me, as I implement my business, Uh, so where can they go to find your books and get copies of their own? Yeah, I would. Easiest way is to get right on Amazon, and you can download a hard copy or soft copy, a Kindle version, whatever, whatever you work best with. Um, It is a business book, and you'll want to probably write some notes in the sidelines. And I do have a program that's on my website that is also an ancillary product that can be used as a workbook to, to walk through the program. But, mm-hmm. you know, people respond very well to a step-by-step process. And yes. the victory code in this book walks you right. It, if you do each of the seven steps, you will create a profitable business that is in alignment with who you are. I talk about the core values yeah. and uh, talk about how that success can and should be easy. If you do those steps, you'll, you'll get there. Also, share with uh, my listeners your website where they might get more information about you to ask you to speak. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Um, yes, you can reach out to me through my website, and that's chrisvanderzyden.com. So it's C-H-R-I-S, B as in Victor, A-N-D-E-R-Z-Y-D-E-N. And my email is also chris at chrisvanderzyden.com. Okay, now just for our listeners' benefit, what nationality is Vanderseiden? I am Dutch. I am Dutch. Dutch. Yes. Dutch. Yeah. Very good. All right. <laughs> you are from a family of teachers. I love that. I love yeah. that. So what has been the best thing about your journey, Chris? You know, I think the the one thing is when you're when you're going through life and you're making all of these transitions, you really do start to recognize your own destructive thought processes, things that tell you you can't, you shouldn't, you wouldn't, you won't, you're too scared. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're aware of it, you start to see, oh, okay, well, I'm scared to do that. Okay, well, why do I think that? Why do I think that I can't? And when you uncover, right. you know, somebody told you you weren't a good, you were you had a teacher that said you're not a good public speaker. And all of a sudden, you think you can't speak in public, right? It's one of the right. biggest fears people have. And once you acknowledge that that's that's where that fear is coming from, and then you start shifting your mindset and starting to think, I can do this. I really can do this. And you keep reinforcing it with all of your past successes. You find that your journey goes much faster, much smoother, and you really do continue to grow and become more successful in both your personal and professional life. And it's just that acknowledgement and that awareness. And if you were to say, we know this is not where you're going to stop, so what does tomorrow look like for you? Oh, right. I, it's it's also exciting. It really is. I mean, I just, I love what I do. And, you know, I, I will be working. I'm co-facilitating uh, one of Jack Canfield's programs with him out in Santa Barbara in October. That's going to be really exciting to be, be, oh, be with be Jack fun. again. And you know Jack. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to be helping him with his program and teaching some people out there. And I have a lot on my agenda, on my uh, calendar for the next year. I'm 
booking into 2015 quite nicely. But down the road, I just want to continue to teach and help people build the business and lives that they want to. And I see myself doing this. I really am functioning within my genius. I mean, this is what I was meant to do, and I will be doing it. I I am hoping well into my 80s. As long as I'm healthy, I I intend to be doing what I'm doing. And I'm sure I'll write more books and talk about more different topics as I go, and it's just exciting. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that I've, I find is that in working with you, it's always such a pleasure. It's it's easy. It's fun because if you're an outgoing personality, we we laugh along the way. We uh, we make them. Maybe we take a wrong turn, but we correct pretty fast. And you are so supportive in helping me move forward and really connect with my genius because we're always perfecting our genius. We don't just make a decision and it ends. It's a continuous evolvement of who we are and how we can embellish who we are. So I want to say thank you, Chris. It's been a joy to have you here today. It's, uh, I know my listeners have learned <clears throat> from your sharing, and um, I just look forward to our journey together. Oh, I, me too. I, it's been great working with you. It's terrific. And what you're doing for other people is such important work. It's great. It's perfect. Uh, thanks. So we will be, uh, Chris will be there in heart, but this Thursday, uh, this weekend, we will be doing a workshop. And I hope if you're in the area, you will drop by. If you're not, then seek out something that will fulfill you and set you on your journey. But go to JoyceBufordEmpowers.com to see more of how you can connect with me. Thank you for being with us today. It's always a pleasure. And remember, you are a genius. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 